Welcome to the Kirk and Baker Show. I'm David Baker, and alongside me for another edition of the Kirk and Baker Show is the one, the only, Rogers Kirk. Welcome. Good morning. Or you should say welcome to me. I'm supposed to say welcome to you? You can do either, either way. Well, <laughs> welcome, Dave. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. We just got through with a big Juneteenth weekend. Awesome. We are recording this on the actual Juneteenth, so if listeners want to know, this is June 19th. And the podcast is going out today on June 19th here. In a matter of moments, as soon as we're done recording this, it'll be out for the world. But we just got done with the great Juneteenth celebration, not only at the Lincoln Center, uh, TMBC, but down at Common Cord. Uh, there were a couple of events at TMBC, and then Common Cord picked it up uh, with some more performances uh, last night. And there's things even going on today. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, let me say to you, happy yeah. Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth, sir. All right, great, yeah. fantastic. So we have not had an episode for a little bit because we've been just busy people, yeah. right? But we're okay. We, we're okay. Health, health is fine. Health is getting there, man. We're I, fine. We're doing, we're doing good. I've been through trials and tribulations as yeah. of you, and we're here we are uh, on the, the podcast. But I wanted to talk about the 800-pound gorilla in the room, and that's the building collapse in Davenport. And I think we could weigh in and, and talk a little bit about that. That's not what the whole podcast would be about today. Right. But I think that we've been in the community long enough to at least weigh in from our observations right? to offer an opinion. And, of course, the opinions expressed are those of yourself and myself and not necessarily those of KALA or St. Ambrose University. Right. We get that out of the way, but... One of the first observations I would make, you know, this building collapse, if you're not familiar, if you're listening out of market, we had a established building that used to be a hotel in Davenport. At one time, it housed KSTT Radio, radio station, 1170 AM. It was its first home or one of its first homes in Davenport, Iowa, uh, at about 3rd and Main Streets in Davenport. Uh, this became later uh, apartment housing. So they had... Uh, Small studio apartments, one-bedroom, two-bedroom, three-bedroom, and so on, uh, apartments available for rent. And what happened was is a portion of the building collapsed in a tragedy Memorial Day weekend, on the Sunday of Memorial Day weekend. And one of my first observations was communication, that the city of Davenport apparently doesn't have a point of communication any longer. So they don't have a PIO, public information officer. They allow either city administration or they allow the department head that is involved to be the communication point. So information as it came out, to me, in my own opinion, did not seem to flow consistently or freely. Well, and uh, and you got to have one person that's your communication point, and it can't just be the the central leader, the mayor. You got to have a communication point. Well, I agree with you uh, in the fact that uh, the communication wasn't there, but the communication that was received, it was it was insensitive. That that's what I took away from the initial after yes. the building had collapsed that Sunday evening, and then uh, later on it said that we're going to tear the building down you know, uh, completely demolished the building. And three people are dead. And yeah. and, and no and one it is, could have been more. 
Yeah, and no one is. And our prayers go out to the families, by the way, from, from all of us here. We, yeah, your first instinct would be about the people. And, of course, the first responders did everything they could do. This is not about first responders. This is the communication. It's communication. I mean, that was communicated to the, the people right. that, uh, you know, oh, the building is down. We're going to demolish it. You know, it's a shame. And, and there are people. I was there. I, I was literally on site uh, and, uh, and with family members who, who, uh, who were looking for uh, missing loved ones. I was there. And for them to have gotten the word uh, that the building would be torn down that Monday, that was a travesty. And they said, what, what about the family members uh, uh, that are missing? What about those individuals? You know, And it, it came across to me, Dave, that mm-hmm. it was so insensitive. It, 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 you know, and I'm telling the, the people there, you know, you need to, uh, you need to stop this. We need to stop this, and uh, because those those individuals who a lady who was accounted for uh, as deceased, uh, they need to be. But the, the, did you notice also that 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 Monday uh, there was a person still in the building? Memorial Day, yes. Yeah, it was. They were still in that building. Right. And they were talking about just uh, demolishing. They was a live person was there. Not yes. talking about the ones that were dead. Yes. So that, to me, it was that insensitivity. Let, let's get this building down. And now we're seeing uh, by what some of the news reports now that they have, uh, they've already started the demolition, but now they uh, they have they're halted, halting it. Yeah. Halted because, you know, they, they, they're looking at, a cover-up. You know, the building, I mean, there's so much going on about the building, how the building was uh, in, in a d- dilapidated conditions, and uh, but yet still it was being passed, you know, by, by, by the city that it was okay to be there. And that, that very day before, the building on the side was was uh was coming down some of the bricks was being uh, coming down it, that very day before the uh, it, and and yet several days before that it was passed as right. as being okay so right. they're looking at the cover up that's why now well and then they say that was a glitch in the system whatever that means they said it was a glitch in the system. Inspections are done not by machines; they're done by glitch individuals. Yeah, or individuals. Yeah. So and somebody had to sign off on that that it was okay. So, so, so Kirk and Baker show are not going to be able to be the uh, public information officer or the crisis communications central point for the future disasters of the community, but you need to powwow before you go out and talk to the media about what happened. And you need to have a central message, and that needs to be consistent. And in the case of human lives, the number one thing is those human lives. Not about tearing down buildings, not about what caused it, none of those things. Not about lawsuits that you're going to get. Not about lawsuits, none of that. And and so, um, but, but if you don't have that information, if you don't have a public information officer in the city, which we don't any longer, we did at one point, and the person was either... That whole department was either eliminated or it was uh, engulfed into something else that was not done publicly. So, but there is no one. There's no public relations department in the city. So you had no one central point that that the information came from, and also not one central message. And yes, they did give press conferences, 
but they gave press conferences to channels four, six, eight, Quad City Times. That's what they were interested in, making sure Channel 6 got it on, and none of the other media were even included. KALA itself was not included in the mailing list. I had to contact them and say, hey, by the way, why don't you get us on the mailing list again? Because we used to be. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's things like that. So it's Media 101, Public Relations 101. The grade, I would say, was a D minus. I mean, they, the effort was made that they tried to do some communication, but their execution of that for being professionals was not too good. Well, you notice that every <laughs> national news uh, agency uh, in in the country they were here uh, was yeah. reporting it. It was they were here live, you know, and they were asking CNN, those tough. The, they were asking those MSN, tough questions. They yeah, started asking Fox, everyone. ABC ABC Radio uh, ABC. News, I know, was asking very hard questions that the city didn't want asked. They were asking about, are there people still in there? Yeah. And and these are the kind of questions that are just obvious. If you took Kirk and Baker and you transported us to Cleveland, Ohio for a day and a building collapsed, one of our first things we're going to say, are there people still in this building? Yeah. If there was a building collapse, we're going to be worried about the people and their families. It was, it was obvious, you know, right, that, right. Uh, that everyone, I mean, the, the family members were there. They were out there that that. That uh, Sunday evening, they were there. That Monday, uh, uh, and they were saying, "Hey, we we got family members unaccounted for." You know, so I so, think that you know, it, so yeah, you're right. The communication and it's and very poor. The, and, and and what that if you remember that initial interview uh, that uh, the, that the city leader uh, gave, uh, it was so insensitive. You know, right. uh, uh, the the. Uh, We've done our search. The dogs have uh, been there. And how you do your search and the person is in the building alive, not talking about the one that was under the rubble, dead. Right. What kind of search did you do, you know? Oh, it, and, you know, there's things that I'm hearing in the community that if it was another building, another situation, an, on the, another side of town, so to say, uh-huh. uh, uh, it would have been more uh, given to that. But right. these, these people who were in this building were, 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 were let's face it, they were, were tend to be low income. Low income. Low yeah. income, and, uh, uh, and 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 they were they were of different uh, nationality. They were I different mean, they ethnicities. Were ethnicity, yeah. yeah, they were black, white, Hispanics. You know, so it it was it was based upon income. Is there in the downtown part of the city? You know, and it, they didn't not care that the, the same. Uh, and we've seen building come down other places, but we saw. Uh, even from people who gave interviews, there was a sense of caring, and we're going to do all we can for them, you know. Uh, and this was day one, not day three and four and five when the heat is on you. So, Right, and as more attention and criticism came, the message got better. Oh, yeah, it did. <laughs> it got a lot better, and uh, but the, the initial message was, was not executed very well, and— um, there's a lot of lessons to be learned in crisis communication. It's not my place to teach them. They can come enroll in classes at one of the colleges or universities and, and start over and take some classes in that. But it's not my place to teach them and tell them how to do it. And um, th- there's a whole lot of problems with 
uh, not having a public information officer, not having a central point of communication that gets the word out. Nobody here is badgering the first responders. I think that was one of the most defensive things that was being said over and over. You know, take it out on me, not the first responders. No one's taking anything out on those first responders. Um, but the tragedy is that lives were lost. The building passed inspection apparently, apparently and allegedly, uh, without it being truly inspected properly. Correct. Uh, there are lawsuits and litigation pending right now, maybe coming from multiple directions. Um, and uh, we've had a resignation in the city. Someone on the building inspector staff resigned and left their position. So... Um, but you can't run. What do the temptations say? Run, run, and hide. You can't get from ball of confusion. You just yeah. can't. You can't. You can't hide. You can't hide from it because it already happened. It's happened. The people who own the building, or the person, and I'm not sure who all owns the building because there are other parties involved. When you start looking at the whole thing, uh, who's involved? There are a lot of people involved that own the building. Mm. It's not one guy. It's not like it was his sole proprietorship, and that's his multi-million dollar building he owns some other things around town and there are the co-investors that uh, that's what they do rogers kirk that's what people do that's how they make money they they invest in buildings and but if you get overextended and you have a poor staff looking out for your your interests things like this can happen oh yeah but when you got a partner who seemingly to be the city yeah. You know, because to to repair that, to do what is to do what is should be should have been done correctly, it right. would have cost a lot of money. And as you and both of us know, the job of those uh, those investors they are to make money, not in, uh, spend money. So uh, yeah. to, to I don't want to be a bit. landlord. I don't want to be a landlord for sure. And I, I I understand the stresses and strains of of that and having to repair things. I get mm -hmm. it. But that is part of the responsibility. So if you have a property, you have to make sure it's upkept. Now, the you individual... Be a, you could be a landlord or a slumlord. Oh, well, that's yeah. what they, that's, And there are, by the way, for better or worse, there is a shop in Davenport on 3rd Street that is selling... Now, they're capitalizing on this tragedy, but they're selling shirts that say... One of them says slumlord... Uh, uh, and something says some, it says something else about the tragedy, but they're selling shirts. So it shows you how far, how big of a disaster this is if yeah. there's shirts being made about it. Probably the most national news the city has yeah, had since correct. the um, 1975 uh, Robin Hood mill explosion. You weren't in the community no. yet, but we had a grain mill on River Drive that exploded. Uh, they made flour products down there, and... We had a major explosion, and I think only a couple of people died that day, and one of them got thrown into the river. It was that tragic. It just got, his body got thrown into the river from that distance. But they said it broke windows out like a mile away from that uh, wow. explosion down there. But that was one of the biggest disasters, I think, that ever made national news. And now this. And this was multiple days in the national news. Not the kind of news that the city wants. No, not at all. But but you saw also I tell you you know beside that one of the things that came out of you saw 
the city uh, residents come together. Yes. Uh, and and go to the city hall and that meeting that uh, that Wednesday, uh, and they put uh, red paint on their hands and 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 told the city, "You got blood on your hands." They they packed it out and they they they, they really began to to give it to the city for for the poor handling of of that collapse they they and I was so proud of them for doing because the only time things change I, and I often say this Dave is that two things politicians uh, understand they understand one is money mm-hmm. and the the other one is constituency right uh, and the constituents of this city came together and they they was there and said to to the, to the administration there that you got blood on your hands well, and I, I'm going to give them another uh, tutorial. So I've already given them some valuable lessons. Yeah. One of the tutorials I would offer to city officials is go to those people. There should have been meetings immediately with the people who had great concern. Absolutely. To the Colvin family, for example, yeah. and to Mike Collier. You should meet with Mike individually mm-hmm. and say, what is it that we can do right now to help, yeah. what is it now? Maybe that did happen, but no, I'm going to be not immediately because I was not I was immediately. There you I were was, there. I was yeah. with the family. You, you were know? with the family. Yeah. I I mean that's one of the first things I would have done. Okay, if I'm in a position that you know you put the signs in the yard and you want to run for office, right? <laughs> it wasn't like these people that are in office were forced into office. It's not like well, that's my turn. I'm alderman now. I'm alderman now. So where was the uh, alderman? Was the alderman involved down in that ward? Did we hear anything from that individual at all? I heard nothing from that level of government. So it was interesting, city staff and, um, you know, the way Davenport is set up as a city, listeners should know, is the city administrator. That's correct. Has the power in the city. The mayor is effectively a symbolic leader Mm -hmm. that attends ribbon cuttings and... uh, does some there's some things the mayor runs the city council meetings yeah mayor's got the power to veto the mayor does some other administrative things and uh, I got to hand it to Bill Galuba uh, who was the mayor uh, a couple of terms ago uh, Galuba he elevated that position of mayor from being more of a symbolic to a day to day thing yes Bill did. Bill wore the suit. He attended the meetings. He attended a lot of events in the community and represented Davenport. And But Bill also had a public information office and a whole staff of people doing PIO. And I tell you, I don't know what that cost the city, but n- the whole thing couldn't have cost them more than a quarter of a million dollars total a year. Okay, everything. Mm-hmm. He, he, they had several people, the videographer, photographer, and all that. He had, he had that point of contact, okay? But, uh, but yeah, the, the position of mayor became elevated due to a previous administration, at least symbolically so. You know, you can see the mayor out there doing things. But So, yeah, it's been, it's been a lesson to be learned, I'm sure, for all these people involved. It's not done. There's litigation. Oh, yeah. They've named all sorts of people in the city, mm-hmm. uh, city Absolutely. staff. I, I don't know if the elected officials have been named. Yeah, well, the suits. Well, I know that city administrator, of course, yes. has been named, and which is a paid position. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, one of the things that I, I know that uh, 
And the mayor's yeah. paid too, but they're paid symbolically like a small amount. It's yeah. not like a full salary. But, but he, yeah. uh, they came out uh, that that Monday interview that you know, that Monday interview, in in a suit. You know, I've seen other things of building collapse and other disasters that happen, and those individuals came out there looking as if they were willing to to do something. You know, to be out there with them and not dress in in a symbolic, you know, suit and tie, you know, right. that kind of thing. So that was brought up in that meeting, too. Uh, and you know who was on hand right away, and you were down there. Mm-hmm. As I understand it, uh, Father Rudy Juarez from um, St. Anthony. St. Anthony's yeah. opened the church up to help people right he away. Sure did. Yeah. Father Rudy, way to go, and uh, there to help people right away. The Catholic Church was there um, with the doors open. They were having... When the disaster happened, they were having a prayer meeting of some kind. And ordinarily, they would not have been there on a Sunday afternoon at that time of day, but they were there, and they responded right away. So, uh, But yeah, hats so, off so to, uh, hats off to them and for, and, uh, and for the people who were, they were right there. Father Rudy, yeah, Juarez. He, yeah. he come up in that, uh, under that, the same thing, because... Father Rudy, you know, when I first got here, we worked. Yeah. He was at St. Mary's right. at the time before he went to Iowa City. Right. Uh, and uh, Father, uh, at that time, Father Modded. Uh, so Father Modded, uh, uh, him uh, and I, we, we would always hang out together because we had uh, part of Quad City Interfaith and Interfaith Housing. So uh, and so he, he had that same mentality. And, and I think a lot of them do of wanting to help, yes. looking for opportunities to help Anytime uh, in, they in our help. communities. Yeah. 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 And so, uh, you know, we've been just, it's easy for us to sit back here um, and pick on somebody, but we're not just picking on somebody. We've been offering constructive criticism. We haven't named any individuals technically um, other than public people. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're elected in public office, it's, yeah. you're, you're open for uh, uh, public opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's exactly what uh, you wanted to do. And uh, there's a lot more to this whole thing. I mean, you've got to be in touch with your constituents. And it's not only the people of Davenport, because there are people from Rock Island who were there. Mm-hmm. We're just a stone's throw from our brothers in Illinois mm-hmm. and the people in West Rock Island. You know, they were there in big numbers. That's correct. And that's uh, a powerful force, I can tell you, a powerful force in the first ward of Rock Island. There's a lot of people over there who want to see the right thing done. Mm-hmm. And um, so there were some protests, and I think it's going to continue in, in some way for quite a while, quite a long time. This is not over no. by any means. Um, but I think that, uh, you know, the takeaway for me from the whole thing is poor communication poor message to the families initially, defensiveness in defense of the first responders as if people are attacking the first responders, which they weren't. I don't know of anybody who was doing that, but there was a lot of defensiveness aimed at protesters that they were attacking those who were doing the rescuing. Mm. Um, Thanks to the national media for asking the questions because they have nothing to lose. People in our community we're afraid we're going to get a parking ticket or we're going to get a speeding ticket or get pulled over at any time uh, because we've ruffled the 
feathers of the city fathers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you never know. One hand does talk to the other sometimes. But Well, again, my, my takeaway from that is in seeing the insensitivity of those leaders uh, and uh, along, as you said, the communication. But when, when, I, when, when I've seen three individuals who are missing, not before they're being pronounced dead, uh, that, that thing of not trying to do what they could, not only for those families, but others who were displaced at that moment. You know, later after the pressure, then they start doing some things, you know. And uh, thank God for other agencies, the Salvation Army, and, and mm-hmm. many other groups who came together at the, uh, uh, at the Y uh, to try to do things to help people who were displaced yeah. because of that. And I, I, and I applaud them for, for doing that, but, I, but again, uh, the, that, those initial that that Sunday when it happened and that Monday, well, it was and Tuesday. It was a holiday weekend, yeah. Rogers Kirk. You can't expect these guys to to be working. Well, you know, they're having a patio party by their pool. Don't uh, look at the calendar. And say, I know, uh, I know this. <laughs> I got a question, um, and we haven't rehearsed this, but was the county there? Was County EOC Emergency Operations Coordinator? Was the county? I don't remember seeing them. No. See, and that's another question I have. Where's your county board of supervisors? Where was the county EOC, emergency operations? They should have been right there. <laughs> I mean, it's in the county, right? Mm-hmm. I know I know that sometimes there is that, that cloudy line of the county doesn't want to get involved in city business, but when the city, a city, mm-hmm. has a major emergency in the county, let's just, let's pick a city, Long Grove. Mm-hmm. Long Grove's got an emergency, okay, Long Grove, Iowa. It doesn't, I'm, this is a hypothetical. You want to call in your your county EOC mm-hmm. to at least provide and be there because they have vehicles that have communication and also spokesperson, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there's people there. They're paid. They're paid to do that. That's their job, right? I think so. But <laughs> if it's a holiday weekend, maybe they're off on a vacation somewhere. I, I don't know. But I'm not picking on anybody in particular. I'm just saying there are some people that have got some jobs here that pay six figures a year that are representing us on a bigger level. Where were they at? And it took days before the governor got here. Days and days before the governor got here. And, and I, I mean, we, we can get into all that, but, I mean, it took – did we get any other elected officials that were – our, our district, our district rep, or uh, any other – any, any word from Chuck Grassley make it down there, Joni Ernst? <laughs> so, no. Here, everybody, <laughs> Rogers Kirk happens to be laughing. <laughs> they didn't make it. They didn't make it, huh? Uh, See, and that would be, you know, the amount a, of— It was a holiday. Call. It's a holiday. But the amount of money, the, again, follow the money, the amount of money that they've gotten a budget for travel. I mean, you look at something like this. It's something in, the, in their state that happened that's making national news. Can they get there? Can they allocate something? Can they do something to help? There are federal funds that are available. They can open up right away to help people. The people who are displaced, the businesses, and I know SBAs come in, Small Business Administration, and they're providing some assistance. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the state, I know, has put in, and bless them for that, they put in for a disaster proclamation, but that should have been immediate. And we know it was a disaster. Yeah. There should have been something from joint forces of Chuck Grassley and Joni Ernst 
that said, you know, as far as the Senate goes, you know, th this is what we say. And the governor, mm -hmm. you know, they, they should have been there right away. I mean, what's what was the governor? Maybe the governor was on a vacation. It's a holiday weekend. She came later. She came six days later, I believe. Yeah, right. but, but it, it took some while. It took some time to get the news, kind of like Juneteenth. Yeah, it took, took a, some time to get the news to the people. Two, two years to get to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> but well, we're 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 being critical. We're usually not critical, but some people do deserve uh, to know that we're speaking from a very calm standpoint. We're not speaking from an emotional standpoint where we're screaming and yelling and we're being calm. We're using grown-up words. We're not tearing people down. But there's a lot of people who um, make some good money, not only in the city of Davenport, but Scott County, Iowa, and I don't know where they were. And maybe, maybe, you know, in the defense of the county people, maybe they weren't called to come, which is another problem. So you got an emergency, you got a county EOC, emergency operations, you need to get them in there. And if, I, if we're wrong, send us an email to uh, kala at sau.edu. Send me, tell me, tell me you were there. Tell me what you did Yeah. if you're with the county EOC. Okay. Oh, well, oh. oh man, we we hit him in the stomach. Oh man, that did that didn't feel too good for them. But, no, but it's, it's it's the truth, you know, because there, there's another disaster waiting around the corner. If we don't, that's just it. There's, we, if we don't get this, we we didn't get this right. So well, and, and if we don't do nothing to try to uh, to, to say the next one, we will get right. You and know? The, our prayers are with the families. I mean, that's the main thing. Is that there are human beings. And animals, I don't know how many animals were lost down there. there yeah. I'm sure there were some kitties and little puppies and whatever that that didn't make it out of there. I don't know the whole the whole specific story. Um, but there's a lot of lessons to be learned. Absolutely. And there are people that um, they want these jobs. They want to be city leaders. Uh, we know people who've tried to be in positions to to do some of these jobs and the city, the city fathers and whatever have rejected them, or the voters, or when they've applied for jobs, uh, they haven't gotten them. Uh, blessings to Tim Kelly for uh, speaking up, and uh, even though it's not even his ward, no, and for for him to speak up and say something as an elected official. I mean, after all, what are we here for? Why why are they there? Right. If they're just there to say yay, nay, yeah. yay, nay. Uh, consent agenda, all those approved. Consent agenda, yay. Okay, all right. Well, we're going to open now the floor to public comment, and you can go home and stop by Village Inn for a piece of pie and coffee. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what being an elected official is, yeah. then that's what it is. Well, you got to have concern for people, and I, I think that you know what we've seen. Again, I don't mean we to said, and get we, on my uh, horse about insensitivity and those things. It's, it's about people. And, if, and right. some stuff is you talk about going to school for, you know, come here. But if some stuff ought to be in you, and I'd be an eight that, that I do care. I, I genuinely care for for the welfare of, of citizens. And I do, too. Yeah, I mean, Obviously, we wouldn't, should, we're taking a whole half hour of the Kirk and Baker show, our valuable time. <laughs> and we're talking about this because the people didn't get the message right away. And 
but life goes on for everybody, but I think there's there's a lesson to be learned, and they're learning the lesson, whether it's it's through lawsuits or lawsuit. I'm not sure how many have been levied so far, but I think that they're going to be so busy with that over the next decade of their lives. Now, many of these will get settled out of court, but uh, and we'll never know the exact dollar amount, but those that get settled in court, we're going to know. There's, there's a lot of money that... Uh, I know one of the citizens in the meeting said that uh, I wouldn't want to be the administration that bankrupt the city, you know, because those lawsuits are, are coming. It could be that severe, but, uh, you know, and if any organization out there wants Kirk and Baker to come in, we'll work as a consultant to give you some ideas on how you can treat people better, right? We'd be more than happy, but, but, but we don't work for free. But we, we would, I'd be glad to tell people their, how to fix things, um, you know, and, and it is what it is. Like I said, that we know of people who've run for office, for political office, they weren't necessarily interested. They were good candidates. We know people who've uh, tried for jobs in, in not only in the, the city, the county, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they, they weren't interested in, in some good people. And, and I'm not picking on the county, but where was the county? I, that's all I ask. I, I think I asked that for. I think I asked you that you right asked, away. I yes, said, you did. "Where was the county at?" Yeah, you did ask. Why? Me. Why wasn't the county? This is Scott County. This is not. This is not some Powhatan County. This is Scott <laughs> County. You want to be right here. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, we uh, will be back soon and uh, more Kirk and Baker show. We hope to not talk about tragedies. Absolutely. You know, this has happened, but there's so many other things that we could talk about. We can, we can, we can talk about Juneteenth again. And, Absolutely. Uh, Juneteenth, you know, somebody, what did they say? Tim Kelly, who's uh, alderman in Davenport, Iowa, was at Juneteenth, and he said, let's make... Juneteenth every day. Yeah. He said, it's great that we've got all this awareness, but he said, come on, people. Let's make Juneteenth every day. And he, yeah. and he sounded like a preacher when he said it, too. He said, let's make Juneteenth every day. And well, you, so it was, you, you yeah. do know Tim is a member of my church. I do, I do know yeah, that, yeah. yeah. So I, and he's he, a good friend. That's why I, was, I mentioned him a couple <laughs> yeah, of times here. Tim. But And he... Yeah, and he have said we, he said had, let's do that. Let's do have we that. had Tim here before. We haven't had Tim on the air, and we've got. Uh, I know he's had some mobility issues getting around, but we got a nice elevator. He yeah. can come on up. We're gonna get Tim to come up here. Yeah, yeah. I would. I'd like that very much. Well, again, um, we're sorry to be critical uh, of anybody, but these are elected, uh, elected, elected officials, people who wanted to be in the public eye, and they've reaped the glory of being in the public eye sometimes. And also the people who took the jobs for the city and the county. And I know I've been maybe a little harsh, but when you got lives on the line and families that have been treated like they have, it got my ire up. All right. And uh, that's, you don't get me mad very often. And I, d- I haven't been on the air talking about this. On the Kirk and Baker show, we can yeah. a little bit more. I've been, I've been pretty critical. I, I would never do this on the air the same way. But and now to their face, I would. <laughs> I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of them. Not afraid. Don't I'm be not, afraid. And of I'm not faces. an enemy. By no means am I an enemy of Davenport, Iowa. But uh, you got to. There's some responsibility that goes with that that territory. Yeah. All right, and get your potholes fixed too. 
well, I'm picking on Davenport. And and don't close every street at once. You got that? <laughs> like, you know, Kirkwood, you, you're coming up Kirkwood. It's like, oh, Jersey Ridge is closed. Oh, well, maybe I'll just go down Kirkwood a ways to get around it. Nope, can't do that because they got that closed. Try driving over by TMBC, Davenport. <laughs> Have you driven through those streets over oh, there? Oh, man. Yeah, chosen. 7th Street, 8th yeah. Street, you name it. There, I got twisted around drop, uh, bringing our stuff in uh, Saturday morning for Juneteenth. And one of my students was with me, and she was laughing. She said, every street's closed over here. <laughs> I said, don't do that. Don't close them all. Do one at a time. Fix it. Move on. All right. We solved all the world's problems, didn't uh, we? Stay tuned for next week. We got another group. That's right. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Kirk and Baker Show. I'm David Baker. I'm Rogers Kirk. All right. We'll catch you next time. Bye.